0: This is a Short bite episode of Homeschool Together. Hello and welcome to Homeschool Together Short Bite Edition. Thanks so much for joining us. We're back reviewing another workbook. We have been doing a number of workbook reviews over the last I know, six or seven, eight months. Mm-hmm. Um, incorporating a lot of uh, workbooks into our morning basket. I think it tends to be where I do it. Um, it tends to be kind of a fun activities, kind of one-off activities, warm-up activities, things of that nature. And I've been using a lot of workbooks mm-hmm. to do that. And we've been kind of running through a lot of different varieties of workbooks. And we got some new ones um, prepared for the rest of this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but we made a nice run here for about six or eight months um, around the Evan Moore, you know, kind of suite of books. We We covered a lot of the geography books. We did some critical thinking books. We've done some writing and grammar books, punctuation Mm -hmm. books. Today, we're here to talk about the STEM book, and I know, yeah,
1: this is the Level K uh, K. STEM book from Evan Moore. It's not Skill Sharpeners; it's just Smart Start series.
0: Smart Start series. Um, We we know there's a lot of questions out there around STEM. How do I teach STEM to young kids? And that's always a hard, sticky question. It really is. how How to balance between like conceptual learning versus like fun fun activities versus you know, really, what are they learning? It's just some science experiment in the kitchen type of thing. Yeah, so,
1: sometimes I feel like sometimes it's like, it's a science experiment that's meant to be kind of wow them and be yeah. cool, but they actually don't connect it to anything. Mm-hmm. And they don't, they they remember that, oh, you did this cool thing, but they don't remember any of the scientific principles behind it a lot of times. time. So I, I feel like a lot of it's like a flashbang, Yeah, pizzow, no, Is that a good, <laughs> is that the right word? <laughs> More like pew, 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 pew. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, a little Star Wars uh, uh, a lightsaber thing. The... You you said pew pew, and then you're talking about lightsabers. That's more of a, yeah. Whoom. Well, I have I. So
0: we'll do a quick aside. I don't think the stormtroopers hit people <laughs> because there's like some magic, you know, laser belt, you know, Batman utility belt deflector, and it's powered. <laughs> because otherwise,
1: and, they have the worst aim in the galaxy. And what you don't know <laughs> is
0: that they're all powered by the mitochondriaeans, and so like. <laughs> You know, Leia, I love how you've rationalized this. Leia and Luke, they just have the force and anybody who's near them, the, the lasers just kind of go, go off in the direction. That's why they're always missing, <laughs> right? Anyway, okay, we're back to it. So that was my science hypothesis, so let's test it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> watch all the movies and see how many people the stormtroopers actually hit. Yeah, cause, nobody.
0: because when you watch the Clone Wars, the clones are constantly dying, Yeah, right? But when you see them around... The, the clones around uh, Jedi, they don't die very much. So I think there's a midichlorine defense field. And that <laughs> is my theory, and I, I'll test the hypothesis. And that leads right into our STEM learning. <laughs> very important concepts. Um, the one thing that, you know, what you were kind of talking about, that kind of that sticking point that a lot of people have, which is the idea of conceptual learning, yeah. you know, that that has a kind of a throughput on learning STEM. A lot of times when you think about STEM um, and any type of STEM class that you might have taken in high school or if you've been blessed enough to take one in college, um, they obviously there's a plan. There's an idea for, you know, what you're going to do for that semester or mm-hmm. that year. And they try to, you know, wrap a plan around that. Mm-hmm. You know, like There's a theme or whatever it might be. And through that theme, you're learning various topics, right? Mm-hmm. And at the end of it, you'll have a good Conceptual nature of say life science or earth science or chemistry or biology or whatever it might be, and all the things flow into it, and that can be a challenging thing to do at home when we're really doing more of this like you know Western cowboy shoot 'em up thing where we're just randomly picking things to do, and, and it's hard. <laughs> I
1: love how you make it sound like a fly by night operation. <laughs> yeah, little, little. I'm calling it. I'm
0: calling it the. US. There's a lot
1: of metaphors. It's late, y'all, and our oh, preschooler no, Ariel, won't hi- go to sleep. Here's a
0: hypothesis. It's ten o'clock. Is our three year old still up? Oh Check. yeah. Yes, yeah. it is. She she is. So, so I, I'll I'll permanently refer to it now as the Yosemite Sam stem process approach. And we, we don't like that because we we intuitively think that, you know, okay, it's fun little activities, but really is what is my learner getting? Yeah. The thing that I like about this STEM book and this workbook is for ten dollars, yeah. you get a very comprehensive um, STEM understanding that's broken up into three specific areas. So physical sciences, life sciences, and earth sciences.
1: For, for kinder, which is... For kinder, it's, yeah. It's really easy, I found, to find science things, you know, real science odyssey, it's all kinds of stuff yeah. for like a little bit older. <laughs> yeah, but, but to find something for kinder is, is tough. And, and, and what's cool about
0: this is, I, I think under the Smart Start a brand, I think they have a book in pre-K, they also have a book in first grade. I think they have maybe another one for second and third. So you can continue up mm-hmm. through through. And the we thing. we will. Yeah, and, and I found you know doing one book for like say a six year old. She she's probably pretty good with the kindergarten level and also the first grade level. We saw that with the. With the geogra the geography books mm-hmm. that we did, Skill she, she went right up into the first book as well because she liked it. And it was it was kind of she was kind of straddling the two grades. So I think we're going to try and do the the first grade STEM after this, mm-hmm. um, and see if we can propel us ourselves forward. But so,
1: so what is a what does a typical lesson look like? You've got these three areas. So in each one of them, so how, how the, do they progress through the through the learning?
0: Yeah. So basically, the the whole book is broken up in those three tranches, mm-hmm. and within each one of those is basically, if you can think about it as a chapter, right? And there's maybe like four or five chapters under the one. Say, for example, um, under Earth Science, there's three chapters within that. And these are basically experiments, l- pieces of learning, activities that all fall under a, 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 like a topic. And so, for example, under Earth Science is the hell one that says, okay, th- we're going to talk about the four seasons, right? And then mm-hmm. they're going to have learning, activities, stories, and then an experiment around the four seasons. And then the next one is going to be bodies of water. And they're, again, learning, you know, conceptual-based um, understanding of what you're talking about, then some activities, um, a story to read about that, and then that springs you, springs you into a science experiment. Okay. And then they'd have another one that says looking at rocks. And so you're trying to understand rocks. And so all three of those flow up to this idea of Earth science.
1: I think those are things that are very observable yeah. for a kindergartner exactly. to do. In the in the other sections, are they also things that are uh, more observable, or are they more abstract?
0: Um a few of them were were good like um especially in the physical sciences where we did like shapes and sizes and, and stuff like that and then we had a liquids and solids so we had Okay kind of so this nice... is
1: all stuff that they can you know really yeah. see and experience. Exactly
0: magnets, uh wheels and then in the life sciences they talked about plants and animals and things that it grow like seeds and whatnot. Okay. Um there were trees and all the parts. So yes you are right a lot of things that they can see, touch and experience in their own it, it's not yeah they had a chapter on dinosaurs but i mean other than that it's things that are all around them kind of in the house what's really cool is when they hopefully they're not dinosaurs all around. i hope i mean there's we we have a sculpture of a dinosaur in our city i mean we might as well
1: yeah my god um they do exist they do exist he did it
0: he did it um Basically every chapter, so when you get into like the topic, whatever it might be, so say like it's liquids and solids, right? So they're going to have these basically these science texts where you as the adult will read the text and explain some things. And they have some really cool artwork and pictures that go along with it. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of the topic there's going to be a story and that's going to that's going to springboard into a problem
1: so, so the story is going to be some sort of a fictional
0: fictionalized story kids on you know they'll they'll be sitting there and trying to solve a a problem will occur to this child okay and that will then springboard you into the science experiment so the chapter is bookended by texts that you as a as a an adult as an educator will read to the child um, in between that are activities and these are very simple one-pager activities that oh you know, this, you know, this tree has this type, this is the parts of the tree, a branch, a leaf, the roots, the trunk, mm-hmm. you know, those type of things. And then they have to connect it to the animals that like to eat those pieces or, right. so or live in those some, areas. Some you know.
1: simple type, you know, so you, you've you read the informational text yeah. and then they're going to do some activities which test their, their, knowledge their reading comprehension.
0: Around the conceptual piece of it. Right. And then at the end of that, it, it ends, as I said, you know, book ended in a story. And that story then takes you into the STEM challenge. And this is basically a page that is basically related to that story at the end of the at the chapter of trying to solve a problem or um, trying to to understand the concept deeper. And then at the once you do the challenge, then they have this opportunity to do the STEM journal.
1: So, so what is the what kind of challenges yeah. are, are there? Like, what like, would be an example of a challenge? Because uh, one of the things that I also, uh, being an engineer, I, I I think I can like. Sometimes yeah. I hate science because I hate <laughs> teaching science because these experiments take tons of supplies, yep. and a lot of setup. And as much as I want to have really cool experiments for my kid, I don't love that part of it. So, what what kind of challenges are we talking about? What kind of materials so
0: i opened up to a random one and they're all very the same okay (laughs) in the sense that their level of complexity level of complexity very rarely did i have to like oh yeah i need to make sure i swing by you know walmart and go get that you know those things that I need Like marshmallows I don't like to keep marshmallows In the
1: house That is a personal choice that is a personal, For wellness <laughs> That is a wellness journey Actually we do have Many marshmallows house And have had them Since you bought them For that challenge And we have not eaten them I mean I think There's an award out there Somewhere for us Because yeah. many marshmallows Would have disappeared This I, household I six months not, ago
0: I have not grabbed A fistful of marshmallows In passing And blacked out Eating all the marshmallows <laughs> The So I opened up To a random one um, This one was really fun I actually remember This one really well um, It was all about plants And what plants need. So, they were talking about sun. So, the whole conceptual journey of of that chapter was you know, the sun, photosynthesis, Mm -hmm. water, temperature, protecting from the animals and plants and insects and things of that nature. So, they talked a lot about that. At the end, there was a problem that this young boy had multiple pots, but his hose wasn't long enough. Okay. And they told the story, and and you then it goes right into the challenge, which is you as a learner have to figure out how to water four pots using a a hose extension piece, all right? And so what was really cool is they said, okay, design and construct a device that will water four plants at one time, all right? Very simple, flower pots, in brackets, cups, you know, can be arranged however you like, right? And the device must water all four plants at the same time. And then they give you a suggested list of materials. So we're talking straws, tape, glue, water, you know, four cups, and I and I included a hole punch in in mine, and so we had all of those materials in the house, so I didn't have to go out and get anything. And so then what you do is you you present that challenge to your learner, and they then in their journal they have to do a couple things. First thing is they have to draw a plan mm-hmm. of what they're going to do. So a lot of times I would sit down with my daughter and say, okay, here's our challenge, here's the cups we have to water all these cups. How are we gonna do this? We got all these pieces here. And she would sit there and kind of think, and wondering, you know, she would think about it, maybe once in a while I'd have to help her out and say, oh, what if we put something here? Oh, oh, no, 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 Teddy, I have an idea, I have an idea. I'm like, great, great, great. Draw it in your plan, sort of kind of thinking like a hypothesis. Once they they do that, then they have to construct that, what, what what they planned. And then there's this testing portion where then they have to test it, right? And so in this case, we, we poured water on the straw and we cut four holes and the, all the water drained out of the four holes into the four cups, right? And that was what she did. And at the end, you, you say, well, did it work? Yes or no, right? And so she mm-hmm. has to show that, right? And that's all it is. And
1: I love that part of it because as an engineer, that is exactly what we would do at the office. We would, you know, we'd have a conceptual idea. We'd draw a bunch of things out. Then we would 3D print something, give it a little test, and be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I think that's going to work. And then we're going to go to a next level of refinement testing, refinement testing. So it's really great that this, in a kindergarten level book, is kind of mimicking what we would actually do at the
0: office. Well, and the thing that I like, too, is if you feel like you you know, will struggle a little bit in that testing and the, during the testing phase and asking them questions, they have like a list of preset, you know, questions here, you know, what to ask them. Well, what, what do plants need? You know, what will happen if the plants do not get water and you can ask them questions and then you can have, then they give you questions on the plan. Like, well, look at all the materials in the plan, you know, draw something, figure out what you need to do. And they're guiding you as the educator through, the various aspects of what the kid needs to do so you're not kind of just like in the wind drifting you they give you some steps and, and then once you do the testing the testing portion they actually give you some prompt questions that you can use to you know in essence ask your learner so you don't feel like you're you know you're lost and you don't really mm-hmm. have that much help so basically every single one is like that there were uh, by...
1: and so the materials listed are of similar commonality yeah
0: so I, I now flip to another one um, I'm growing so this was a big kid bed. Um, and you had to make a design and construct a flat bed that could hold a toy, right? So it had to hold a certain size of toy and like a kind of a weight around it. And the toy had to be a certain dimension. So not only did she have to build a bed that could hold the toy, but also it had to contain the toy. So she had to think about dimensionality and also then support. Mm. Right. And so the, the suggested materials in that one was tape, glue, scissors, a shoebox paper towel rolls and a stuffed animal baby doll or some other toy.
1: Okay. So so pretty – we all got an Amazon box floating around somewhere. When
0: I started doing this book, I started very carefully remembering to save all toilet
1: rolls.
0: (laughs) You know, when they're spent, you know, instead of tossing them in the trash, I I had like a little collection of them as well as the paper towel rolls. And Mm -hmm. so I was just keeping those because very often it required some cardboard or a paper towel roll or something of that nature to you know do the experiment or do right. the plan or do the project so
1: well that sounds really uh, reasonable as far as materials go yeah and and this book too i, I think we should comment uh, one of the things we really like about evan moore books in in general is they're very colorful very colorful uh they've got good drawings and every page is colored and our yeah. daughter really responds to bright colors <laughs> <So>.
0: <laughs> like here's another one uh, we had to build a lily pad that floated and that lily pad had to hold a certain amount of money, mm. and so we had to have like twenty-two pennies. Or, you know, I, I so you can obviously fudge some of those. You don't need twenty-two pennies, but you know, if you can hold, you know, a, a couple pennies and maybe something a little bit heavier, you can do that as well. Like this one we needed tape, string, straws, aluminum foil, a tub to put the water in, you know, and water, glue, and tape. Again, all these things that we we typically have in our art caddy and and kind of our crafting box. So. You know, the, with respect to the, you know, experiments, you even had to do one. You had to do the dinosaur one, right? With the right. footprints. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, we, we will, you know, we'll, we'll bend the rules. Like I remember with the dino fossils one, instead of using gumdrops, bendable straws, clay or putty or wood skewers, we just use Play-Doh. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> and so We made dinosaur, we, dinosaurs out of play Make your
0: dinosaur out of Play-Doh. So draw your dinosaur, make it, and then, you know, ask the questions about so
1: it. So which one needed marshmallows?
0: That was the wheel. So she had to make a wheel out of marshmallows oh. and, and like little uh, skewer sticks, kind of like shish kebab sticks. Yeah, or she, like toothpicks. Toothpicks as well. I think I used toothpicks and the skewers. Um, skewers for like the axle portion of the it. The spokes. Spokes, yeah. And then to connect all the marshmallows, we used the, uh, the toothpicks. And so she had to make this wheel. And then I think I had her connect it with an axle. And so she had to roll it. And so, very cool. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of a cool, and it's just really. And, and fun. so,
1: and I think she's really looked forward to the to the experiments and things in here.
0: Absolutely. Now, with respect to time, I typically did like one of these a week on a Monday or a Friday. Those tend to be our longer homeschool days, and I tend to have a little bit more time to do activities like this. And yeah, you know, I can do. I can basically do one chapter, essentially, is a topic right from start to finish, including the science experiment and the time around that, and then. A lot of times there's a little bit of post science experiment play, like she's built something and then she wants to kind of explore even more. Um, 30 to 40 minutes it takes to do that. So it's not a lot of time, not a lot of commitment. You get about, I think, 12 or 15 of them in the book. So if you think about just slowly doing it, you know, once a week over the course of like half a year, you'll, you'll burn through the book. And, you know, for $10, I think that $10, I think you can get them a little bit cheaper some other places. Yeah,
1: but. I, I usually stock up at all these uh, rainbow resources. It's yeah. one of my favorite places to go. You need to do 50 bucks to get free shipping. And so mm-hmm. these are often the books that I add in to get up to that amount <laughs> because they're just always pretty good. Yep. Um, and, and they just bring in something a little bit different um and i I really like the way that this one's done. We also have a steam book from them, and I think maybe we'll review that on a separate short bite because yeah. it's a little bit different than this one it,
0: it, you know for, from the standpoint of doing steam and we'll just maybe I'll just give a little thing i was i was more impressed with the stem than the steam yeah no well, let's let's talk about uh, yeah, that we'll talk about uh, that let's, that when let's we get into there
1: that for... I don't want to, this to go
0: too long yeah. but i've been um, really i've been really hot on the evan more stuff, so i we we've talked about it a number mm-hmm. of times I've liked them a lot I like their branding i like. I like their ideas and concepts. They do say that this up in the top, it says um, uh, correlated to current standards. So I would imagine that's our common core standards. So if you have a state that's aligned to that STEM wise, this is probably feeding into those requirements around the, you know, the, the earth science, the life science, physical science, that type of stuff. Um, I'm sure all of those key topics and all of the various, you know, sections feed into requirements from common core for whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, science technology engineering math type of standards um also there's a lot of good reading in here and a lot of writing potentially so if you wanted if you wanted to kind of dovetail those two things as well right and then obviously in the journaling section when you're drawing what you're doing and then drawing what you did you can be as elaborate or as as simple as you want Uh, color um proportionality things of that nature or you can just have your kids scribble what they made <laughs> mine kind of did the more of the scribbling she was more interested in the actual thing that she was doing so
1: yeah but but kinder so but kinder
0: level kinder level stuff so i think this was really good and yeah. we'll
1: be getting the first grade book of this and uh, yep. we'll come back and talk about that one when we finish it and see if it uh it is also as good as the kinder book
0: yeah i think we'll do it a little bit later this year i think we'll give the summer off and because we'll, i have some other stem stuff that i'm going yeah. to do this summer but um I think we will do the next one for basically essentially when she'll be in first grade. So
1: yeah, that's great. So, uh, Evan Moore's
0: smart, start STEM. That's right.
1: Thanks so much for joining us today and making us a part of your homeschool journey. Please engage with us on social media. Join our homeschool together podcast group on Facebook and find us at homeschool together podcast on Instagram. We'd love to hear your feedback, questions and recommendations. Until next time. Happy homeschooling!